What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It's the All About It podcast. It's your main man, Bennett. It's back here and again. And with me is It's Ariel. Those were not glitches. It's a lot of... Well, we just watched It Chapter 1. I'm really excited about oh, It Chapter 2. Oh, I don't know if I am. Fair enough. That was... You kept looking at me going, now remember... Some stuff is creepy and some stuff is scary. This is creepy. Yeah, and I was like, um, this is scary to me. This I is some know. weird shit. I feel like there's definitely a dividing line between what is creepy and what is scary. And sometimes something that's creepy, it's kind of like yucky, but you're kind of like, all right, clown. Like, I'm not like, yeah, you're creepy, <laughs> but creepy's kind of like got this little kid thing to it where it's like, dude, come at me with that and I, and I will knock you out. You're kind of tough. I don't know. I'm not used to scary movies. I'm not someone that's like, oh yes, let's watch a horror film. I want to see the, the sequel because just, I, I remember seeing the one that came out a long time ago. Yeah. And I, en- I enjoyed it for all the wrong reasons. I thought it's hilarious. If you haven't watched the original It. Oh, like the 80s one. Yeah, with Tim Curry playing the title clown character. He does a great, <laughs> great job as Pennywise. And I mean, spoiler alert, he turns into a giant spider at some point. And it's just it goes from scary to creepy to like comedy. Tacky. Oh, tacky. Horrible. Well done. Does not hold up. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how the how the adults fare. Okay. You know, now that they now that they see it coming. I'm open to chapter two, but then we have to watch Parent Trap right afterwards. Fine. Okay. Okay. That's what I want to go to bed to. No problem. Okay. I have a question for you. That I've been thinking about all week. And it's, yes. it's kind of a riddle. Like, I don't know how you're going to respond. But the question is a riddle? Uh, not really. Okay. Here's my question. <laughs> <laughs> if you are everyone else's main man, then what are you to me? <laughs> That's tough. That yeah. is a tough one. Yeah. I feel like I need I need to rehearse my answer to that. That's. I mean, I need to talk to my people. Okay. You know, we're still waiting to hear back from the United States government uh, about our copyright for your main event uh, back here and again. So I, I've been patiently waiting uh, to hear whatever they need to figure out on their end. I'm, I'm here, baby. I'm, I'm not only am I here, I'm back here and again. So for goodness sake, let's eat some cake already. And uh, to answer your question, though, I'm everyone's main man. So you are part of everyone. The Venn diagram of our relationship still falls that everyone is everyone. And actually, everyone is doesn't even have to be presently alive. Doesn't even have to be presently alive. Could be deceased. Could be deceased. They could be dead, and I'm still their main man. Also, they could be theoretical future people. So, like, our unborn children, theoretically. Oh, I am their main man. They don't know it yet. They don't exist yet. But, in theory, I am still back and again main man to them, although they are just theoretical. Well, everyone, this is what I live with on a daily basis. <laughs> also, also, we can take it another step further, and you would make the assumption that I'd pick and choose who I'm a main man of, and that would be wrong. And now you then go, well, that's a slippery slope. There's people out there. They don't deserve it. All right. I'm going to stop you right there and then follow up with that by saying I regret talking at all. <laughs> and another thing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no? Okay. We'll, 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 we'll drop it. I have a couple week in review items to share. We went on a date on Friday night alone. I mean, how long had it been since it was just you and I? It's been a while. <laughs> I can't remember the last time that him and... Actually, it must have been our anniversary, which was coming up on two months ago. That's right. One year of blissful, 
uh, uninterrupted bliss. Uninterrupted. <laughs> the uninterrupted bliss that is the first year of marriage now is the uninterrupted bliss of the second year of marriage up top. That is a high five in case anybody's wondering. And your hand is sweaty. That, that's, uh, clammy. <laughs> it's not sweaty. It's clammy. Clammy hands. Because I was shucking clams earlier. We went on a date to a place called Blue Ocean in Carlsbad. This is true. Shout out Blue Ocean. We were deciding on where to go and Bargles was like, you know what? I really want some good sushi. And we're sitting down and it's like one of those long booths where someone new sitting down has to like scooch in. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to explain. The tables were tight. Yeah, yeah. Tight, tight, tight. And a double date comes up next to us and they're probably, I mean, what would you say? Late 40s, early 50s? Or am oh, I being generous? I mean, I don't I don't think it was a double date. Was it a double yeah, date? Yeah. Like a husband and wife, husband and wife? That's kind of how I saw See, it. See, I thought it was two generations. I thought it was like a mom and dad and like no. their daughter and No, I'm talking boyfriend. about the couple, the, the group that came after them. Oh, okay. The older people. Sure. <laughs> I had been drinking a little bit and I just started laughing because one of the guys ordered a martini but he's like make it slightly dirty and then that's not what made me laugh and then the other guy had already ordered and he goes you know what cancel my order i also want a martini slightly dirty and i just lost it i don't know why this is my you guys this is my personality i just lose it at everything and i took a note in my phone in that moment for a week in review for this episode you were crying showed it to bargles and i was laughing so hard i thought it was I mean, why why do I think that's so funny? For me, I didn't I didn't get any of that. Oh my god! All I saw was you like cry laughing to yourself, and I'm like, yep, that that half a drink or that one shot uh, of sake is uh, that's really my wife. That's my wife. And then 30 minutes later, all, all of a sudden, I hear, you know, we went to the Amalfi Coast for free and all these airline miles, and I was just like, okay, give it a rest, lady. <laughs> We're just jealous. She's so jealous. Probably just jealous. They probably have like a what are, what are those big boats called? Platoons? A yacht? What's the big one called that starts with a P? What do you think about a pontoon? Pontoon. Did I say platoon? You did. <laughs> you did. They probably got one of those too. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, the other thing is that I started doing Barg's, <laughs> Bargol's workout every once in a while. What, two or three times a week? Yeah, you've been doing it about it's two kicking, two times a week the past two weeks. Yeah, Literally kicking my butt and a lot of other areas. Literally. I already feel like I'm my body's changing because of it. Honestly. Body by Bargles. Body by Bargles is kicking my bootay. You know, if you think about it, you will get the body of your dreams. It's happening. So. Six pack abs. Why stop there? Eight pack abs. Again, uh, why ever buy an eight pack of anything? I'm shooting for an 18 pack. Oh my God. <laughs> I want an 18 pack. I want it to go to the floor. Well. Continue. Uh, I may or may not be around if that happens. So. My point to this was that I put on the iTunes radio pop workout playlist and lo and behold, that automated thing really likes Macklemore. (laughs) And I don't know where he's been, but I was telling Bargs that every every song that he sings, he says that he's back. All right. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm back. back. Here we go. And it's like... All right, okay. Yeah, but... And now I'm back. Yeah, there's this one song in particular that I was showing... 
I was showing you as an example, and Macklemore goes, you know I'm back, like I never left. And then we talked for like an hour about how you can never be back, and also you can you cannot it, have ever left before. I'm back. Like it doesn't well, make any sense. I mean, it, you can break it down, and honestly, from like a physics standpoint, it doesn't make sense. That's where my mind went first. Is how, how can you be back but also never have left? How can you I be? Got a D in physics. How can you be returning to a place that you've never left? Yeah. Well, you know that that's one perspective, and maybe Macklemore transcends the laws of uh, physics and thermodynamics and other things I know nothing about. <laughs> but I think it was actually more of a metaphorical. It's I'm back like I never left as if to say it's like a a, a metaphor, metaphor or a turn metaphor. of phrase mm-hmm. saying like although I was gone now I have returned but it's as though I was here the whole time in terms of how I am received oh and my example was it's like picking up where you left off with a friend exactly yeah so Macklemore's like your friend you haven't seen him in about five ten years yeah, since he? the thrift shop thrift shop song came out and now he's back like he never left like he never stopped popping tags I want to know who told him he was supposed to come back you know <laughs> I mean I've kind of always I have never had a problem with him honestly I mean you you loved him when he came out I did yes I, I don't think I did Maybe I don't I know what that I think you did dream that <laughs> think you did dream me and uh, enjoying Macklemore. It's been a Macklemore heavy week, you guys. Okay. I love hip hop and I love rap, but I, a lot of that pops up on the uh, the playlist. Not a fan of Macklemore. He's from the PNW. Yeah, well, so Sir Mix a lot. All right, well, <laughs> don't <laughs> shout out Sir Mix a lot. Baby got back is still better than anything Macklemore's ever done. I'll go to bat for that. That's a classic. Yeah. That's a forever hit. Yeah. But speaking of Baby Got Back. What's today's episode all about? <laughs> today's episode is all about who does what at home. And congratulations to my co-host here. That is arguably the hardest thing to that you'll have to say all day. Yeah. Who, who does, does what, what at home? Who does what where? Who does sh- who does crap Epis- around here? Episode 42. I stopped myself about, from being a potty mouth. <laughs> all about who does what at home. I don't even know what this episode's about. Can you help me? Talk, today, talk to me like I'm a five-year-old. All right. Well, Barks, today we're going to be discussing household duties. Who does what? Oh, man. And we're... What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. Of course not. Not going to get me to do squat. Come so, on. actually, we went on the Instagrams, the Instagrams, and asked you to write in, you know... Anything about living together, household duties, we different got things. Some funny, very relatable stories, short stories, which is great. Little little quips. Because personally, I have the attention span of a, I already forgot what I'm talking about, and some good questions too. Multiple of the same questions. We're career cohabitators. Oh man, we've been cohabitating for, for how long? over a decade. Over a decade. Easily. These aids have been decked, and here we are, and we're, we're still standing like yeah, that Yeah, because song. 2008. 2008. Let's talk about what got us to move in together, and why, and then how it's been since. Sure. Yeah, that was actually a, a good number of questions. Yeah, was one of the main questions how, was... How long were we together before we moved in? Right. So on and so forth, etc. <laughs> so, we were together for... Three years before, which seems strange, doesn't it? 
It does, yeah. Because we were long distance for a long, for most of that. What well, also kind of went zero to 60. Yeah. Our whole relationship went from long distance, not seeing each other too often, and just talking a lot on the phones and through instant message, you know, a- AIM. AOL. AOL, AIM. And that lasted for several years where we would travel to visit each other a few times a year. Yeah. We'd you know, a pri- lot prioritize it, end. probably see each other, what, two to four times a year. Yeah. And travel from the Pacific Northwest to Southern California. One of us is doing something. Then it, it got to this point where you were living in Seattle. Yeah. And I was scheduled to move back to Olympia, where I was going to school. And I had a place set up with some of my buddies. A bunch of my buddies were going to move into like a five bedroom house. And the house fell through. And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll find another spot. I was like, okay, whatever. I wasn't in the area at the time. And then. They found a spot, but it wasn't a five bedroom. It was a four bedroom. And so they moved in. No, no hard feelings. You know, they had to do, they had to get something uh, for the school year. And I was the odd man out because I just wasn't on, I didn't have the boots on the ground. Mm. I didn't have my boots on the ground, but I did have you in Seattle and we were, you know, having fun going steady. And I basically said, Hey, can I leave my stuff at your place in Seattle for an extended period of time while I basically like flip flop from Seattle to Olympia to go to school and I had a big trip like a school trip that was going to last like three and a half weeks it was was a big big part of my my education and so I was like I'm not even gonna really be around but then it was all very like immediate like here's my stuff okay I gotta go and and then when I got back from my trip I basically moved in that's where all my stuff you was. were already moved in but it was like delayed so basically like you left for a month and all of your stuff was in my room yeah but you were gone it was really weird to be fair didn't have a lot of stuff to be fair i lived in the master bedroom of this two and a half bedroom apartment that was inhabited by six people just for future reference never do that <laughs> <laughs> ever <laughs> i come back from my trip i slide right in and we basically have (laughs) we've lived together ever since then so i think most people don't do that and i can't say that i'd recommend it but i wouldn't say i don't recommend it because it's what we did it's one of those things where you look back in your history of your life 10 years ago 10 plus years now it's like a good decision was a good decision a bad decision was a bad decision but it led you to who you are now Right. And if you regret who you are now, maybe you have regrets on some of your decisions. But if you like who you are now, even those bad decisions, they helped out. Yeah. Built and helped paint the tapestry of your existence to this point, as I like to say. I don't say I don't say that, but I would like to. (laughs) I'd like to. So at that apartment, I just want to paint a picture really quick. It was a let's see, I think it was eleven hundred square feet. So it wasn't not too small at all. It was actually pretty roomy. But considering that we had as many people as we did it felt very cramped all the time someone lived in the den someone lived in the dining room and two people lived in the room next to me and then we had the master at the end of the hall and we all paid different amounts and we paid the most and i think it was only 420 a month or something like that's what it came to be you bet your ass it was (laughs) and so once your main man bargles back back there and and again he does it he comes in the 420. Haha. <laughs> okay, so anyway, I'm just painting the picture of the apartment. No one did the dishes ever. 
So it wasn't like it wasn't like we ever placed blame or thought it wasn't fair or one person did it more often. We were put into a situation right away where no one cleaned up, no one took initiative. I never did. As far as I I remember. I didn't touch a vacuum. I didn't didn't clean anything. I kind of felt like it wasn't my house. I was just living there. I don't even think you were on the lease. Definitely wasn't. Definitely not. I don't think half the people living there were on the lease. I I was more like... I'm just showing up, paying a couple hundred bucks to, like, have a place to stay with my girlfriend, and, like, whatever happens, happens. In our Ikea mom bed that didn't work. <laughs> did not stand the test of time. Those are, so, yeah. no one did it. Like, as far as I can remember, I do, I, I will say that there were a couple people there that did take initiative, because I know that they liked being clean more than other people, and they just wanted it to be clean more sometimes, but... It was a hellhole for the most part. And so when we moved out of there, we moved with one person that was living with us at that place. And the three of us got a two bedroom. And then from there, I moved to Olympia with you eventually. And that was our first place alone together. And I think that in that place was the first time that we really like felt the pressure of you know someone doing something or someone not doing something and having it be fair and all these things and it's like I expected things of you and I think that we've lived in a lot of places together and for the most part we just we lived and we learned and got used to it but we've been exceptionally compatible living together I think well you have to want to you know like obviously throughout the years we've found opportunities to be petty oh yeah i mean give us something like what's fair what's not fair give us a reason to be petty and we will take it (laughs) (laughs) it's like who pays for dinner who bought the groceries who got the gas who vacuumed and we lived that way for such a long time i feel like maybe my problem is i look back at like in the past and i think i block it all out yeah i block it out i block it all out because we are living so much more for each other now than we ever have that it's like who gives Who cares? a shit yeah what's like, mine is yours i do for you whatever guess what <laughs> if that if you're cleaning a dish or a coffee cup we use the i use the analogy of the coffee cup a lot and that used to be a big issue with us especially at a not the place we live now but the previous place just weren't as mature eight years ago mm-hmm. and ariel would drink coffee nothing wrong with that a lot of people tend to do it and she would drink coffee and then she would put a coffee cup and she would have a, about an inch of coffee in the cup and then she'd put that on the counter, and then the, it w- on the counter it would stay. And then the next day, she'd make another batch of coffee. She's got a new coffee cup, and then that would get on the counter. And so she'd have like a collection of coffee cups. And I remember feeling distinctly this like, man, I wish she would clean up her coffee cups. And then I'm in there like scrubbing the little coffee ring off. And here's the difference: Do I do that now? Like, did I do that today? I don't even know. Do Maybe. I even drink coffee anymore? Exactly. Like, I don't even know. I don't, I literally have no idea. I probably clean a coffee ring every now and again. Who knows? Who, who cares? Who gives a rip? But before I was kind of passively looking for something to be like, oh, look at that coffee. You know what? It's like, if I just talked to you about it, if I just said, hey, do you mind using one cup? If I just brought it up at all, but instead I was very comfortable, like stewing about it. Hmm. And I'm sure you felt similarly about my inability to squeegee the shower door you know things like that they it once you you bring it up 
it changes the conversation. But instead of bringing it up, I think people are more likely to keep something to themselves. You know, you don't want to rock the boat. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. It's especially in that stage of our lives where we're like in our early to mid 20s and we don't fully get it yet. Not that not that early to mid 20s don't get it yet. I'm saying that where we were at in our lives at that time, we didn't get it yet. Yeah, the seat of your pants, we were flying by it. Yeah, flying. So I feel like the these... paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, figuring it out guys, as you go. Out. And you work you're you're at work all day. You come home. It's tough. Yeah. Life is hard. You know, it's sometimes it just, it, you don't want to do anything. Yeah. You don't want to do anything. <laughs> and like you're with this person all the time and it can kind of, it can, it can hurt. Yeah. You know, it can kind of feel like there's this pressure there and there's all these things. I mean, Hey, we're, we're talking about the past and we're getting a little, I'm getting a little sweaty. Yeah. We weren't like sad or not happy with each other. We were super happy. It was just like these little things like who filled up the car last or who, who cleaned the bathroom all the time or who took out the trash or who cleaned the kitchen last and it's like what's fair and it's like gross like I I didn't like that yeah we shook that off over the course of the last half a dozen years so even like our relationship we had that for more of it than we haven't had it but it was stuff like that like this understanding that we're in it together that hey you know, both of us combined to make 100%. So some days someone else is going to do a little bit more than yeah. the other, whether it's cooking and cleaning, whether it's business, whether it's whatever. You know, you're not always going to do the same as your partner. Like, yeah. but you're both combining to equal 100. Like, without, totally. without the other, you are incomplete. So no, you can do 99% of it. Guess what? You're still incomplete. Don't think like you're doing everything because without that other person, you are incomplete. And if you have had a system from the beginning where you just like basically wrote everything out and you were like, I'm going to do this, you're going to do this, and this is what we're going to stick to, and these are our jobs at home, and you've just been cool with that the entire time and nothing's gone wrong. (laughs) Everyone's got a different method that that can work. I think you and I are very creative people we're very emotional people and we just we want to be able to rely on the setup if you believe in astrology we are fire on fire we fire a oh, fire on fire, fire, on oh, fire. Oh, oh fern fernie hey fernie. shout out to fernie <laughs> <laughs> That's, we're, we're making fun of my mom right now I love her. Um, <laughs> we're both aries so we're like woohoo. no one we don't like neither one of us likes to feel like we're behind in servicing like the other person or the household or yeah uh making the other person feel like they're they have to be a martyr to get attention from the other yeah. we had to we went through all that yeah. for years and and eventually what would happen is bargles would know what i really what really like made me happy what like in a you know one of the things that made me happy in a domestic sense in a domestic sense one of the things this is the only thing that makes me happy but if i would go on a trip and come home it would be like tradition for him to pick me up at the airport and on the way home express to me like how much of a mess the apartment was (laughs) (laughs) and then it would be tradition that Mm -hmm. i would walk in and it would be like immaculate Immac- and so it was really cute. Bennett's version of immaculate right, like, is not 100%. It's like a good 94%. 
But I think it's 100 because I know how hard you work to make it look so nice. I also just don't make messes. So right. the place is when, usually pretty clean. When I'm alone for multiple days, which has only happened once since we moved together, I had this place looking, I mean, like we were going to have people over practically. Wow. I do the same thing. Yeah. When it's just so me weird. alone. Yeah. I think you and me it's are, so weird. our powers combine and we are a slobby, slobby? Slobby babies. Slobby. Slobby babies. I coming just, to a... Come into IMAX a, near I was going to say, come into a dictionary near you. The word slobby. <laughs> it's part slob. Hey, Miriam, add it in. Yeah, part slob, oh. part sloppy. Oh, my God. Well, I'm like if so... you're still with us, we have more questions. <laughs> God, I don't have depression. I just have like these hours of my life. I just stare at myself in the mirror, like slapping my face going, I can't believe you just said slobby. Slop, slobby? You just slob- spit a little bit. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> so what? A, who does what? When? Who does what? And ever. why? Yeah. Who does what? When? Well, I have. What's another one? I have a couple questions that I'd love for us to be able to get to while we're while we're hot Let's on this do topic. It. So hot. So. <laughs> scorching hot. Woo. Who or how? I'll take it all again. <laughs> how do you decorate your room so perfectly? Did you have to negotiate the decor of your home? Take it away, babe. Why don't you take this question just like you take over the decor of the house? Who saw it coming? Ooh. Who knew it was coming? Cast it, cast it out. The train is even here. Okay, so here's how it goes. I like something. I might show Bargles, and then I probably get it. Or, and in the past, you know, couple years, we've been very fortunate to obtain items in exchange for work. And I will show him the options. We will decide on something together, like the couch, for example. We definitely decided on this couch together. This was a mutual decision. Oh, yeah. And the previous and you couch. Love it. The previous couch to this, we actually bought each other. For a Christmas present. We split it 50-50 for, as a, a Christmas gift to each. You want to talk about petty? That's not only petty, that's also cheap. <gasps> I mean, people. <sighs> hey, babe. What do you want for Christmas? How about half this couch? Because that's, sure all, that's all I can have, afford. I'm sure other people have done that. Back to, first of all, whoever said that they love my decorating. Thank you. I oh, that's right. There was a compliment that slipped in there. Very much. Slipper in. I basically just see something that I like and then put the items together on like a page of Photoshop manually and make sure that everything goes together. Like color wise, before I that's actually a really smart make idea. decisions like, like the take orange... little screenshots of everything and just put it into a yeah spreadsheet yeah yeah or like the orange blanket in the bedroom with the different colored pillows and the curtains and the art that we have up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I put all of that into a you know a little sheet on my computer to make sure that it would look good, and there you go. God, I love a good spreadsheet. I'll tell you what. It's oh, tra- don't get it twisted. It's not a spreadsheet. <laughs> It's a Photoshop file. But I don't think that you really care. It's not that you don't care because I know that you definitely do care. But I think that you do like 99% of the things that I pick out. There there have been times where I wanted to get certain things and you were like, absolutely not. That's way too much. True. True. Not financially, but too much like. Too loud. Very loud piece of furniture. Like a bright pink ottoman. Right. For no reason, <laughs> you know. Well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I don't know. It's de- it's not apathy because I like stuff. 
I like having things in my house, I like the you know you the like plants the art, and art. You like, I mean, I like a good rotation too. Don't what's don't your, keep it. Okay, dull. I have a you quick know, question. Keep, keep cycling the art or the furniture. I think it keeps things lively. You what's know? your least favorite thing that I've brought in here? The television stand. Really? Although when we got it, I really liked it. It is cheap. You and guys. now I hate it. It was like $128 from Target and it came damaged. I think it looks great in photos and I'm really glad that I did get it when I did. And I think that it served its purpose, but that thing is done. Yeah, It's, it's about it, to fall over. For me, the decor side of the house is a very, it's, I can't even call it an afterthought. I really don't, yeah, you don't even, care. it doesn't concern me. I wouldn't say I'm apathetic towards it, but it doesn't, it's not of my concern. What is of my concern and actually my, my job in a way is, um, enabling your happiness right that's part of an ability that some husbands have not all of them are, are qualified to enable their their wife's happiness i can't produce a hundred percent of your happiness that's on you can't yeah. help you with that you gotta yeah. go do that on your own however i can enable some opportunities with which you will find some little pockets of happiness like hey can i get this blanket and i go i don't know and you go come on i really want it and i go Okay, you can it's get it. It's not like I'm like, please, can I buy no, you it? You can get whatever the hell you, you want. Yeah, Who cares? No, I I, I'll order things and whatever, and it'll get barely lately. She, but... she said that she'll go on a trip, and she'll come back, and the place will be clean. But I lowball her. I, I, I pretend. I, I lie to her. I lie to my wife. I lie to my wife. <laughs> and I say the place looks like shit. <laughs> Guess what? Lied. It's actually really nice. So it's like you got to be happy that it's nice, but then you kind of it dawns on you. It's like you just lied to me on my on the drive home, but it was a lie that made me happy. All right, next question. So, <laughs> do you ever get annoyed with each other? Now, I'd like to take a sec. Okay. Because just me saying what I just me saying I need to take a sec after this question has got to be a little annoying. No. No. All right. Then let's do a deeper dive. How long can I take before you get annoyed? probably gonna be a little while well can i just say something really quick i don't know if you can okay well i'm gonna say it anyway i'm just well, gonna say it anyway i'm not listening i'm gonna get that pink ottoman and i'm gonna say it what was the question do you <laughs> ever get annoyed with each other but i'm gonna i'm i'm pretty sure that she's talking about in in terms of domestic duties i would i think so yeah yeah, yeah. so in a general sense absolutely oh yeah 100 percent. totally yeah still i mean we just talked about how we're like over the hurdle of whatever. I actively try to make her annoyed. Yeah, he on does. a semi-regular basis. Yeah, he's annoying on purpose. Also, my job and responsibility as her husband, right. just like enabling her happiness, I'm supposed to enable her frustration right. as well. But learning, learning I will say that in the past year, we've really got a great system going. Where longer than that? Oh yeah, I would say longer than but. You know, we were engaged. Yeah, we were. We got engaged. I feel like since then it's kind of been like smooth sailing in terms of like, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna clean the bathroom. I'm gonna deep clean once a week, and I think that you'll pick up on it and do your quote unquote jobs, or you'll start to do something. I think that you'll pick up on my energy, and you'll piggyback on what I'm doing, or you'll organize things in a really cute way like on the kitchen table or at the desk you'll you'll tidy the mess i think you how do you like to say it oh yeah tidying the mess yeah you love to tidy the mess i don't like to clean up a mess it's too much responsibility but yeah. I, I can tidy it 
Which is fine with me, honestly. Shove everything into a corner. If that's all I'm going to get, I mean, I really don't care. There you go. Yeah. How about another question? Okay. Well, I guess, that, so do you ever get annoyed with each other? That's the blanket question. I mean, yes. In the vacuum of uh, keeping up your end of dishes, laundry, so on and so forth, we kind of have a, if you make a mess, you should clean up after yourself for the most part. But yeah. we also have, if I cook dinner, Ariel will take it upon myself take care of the dishes it's you know it it winds up being we feel as though it winds up being a 50 50 thing right i mean we don't we don't really talk about the the dishes as a a main source of problems and i do the majority of the cooking in the house right would you disagree with that no you do you do cook more but i mean the dishes like the 50 50 on the dishes Uh, for the most part no i think we're 50 50 yeah but it's not like we had to have a talk about it no, it just happens that way. And there you go. Yeah. See, if you create a system that works, you'll get great products, yeah. great byproducts of the of the system, I think. Now we just got to work on the bathroom. That's next. How do you keep things fair when it comes to paying for dinner? Well, Ariel pays for all the dinners. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I, I make p- more money. <laughs> I paid I paid for the first di- dinners, <laughs> and she pays for the rest. No, it's a joke. <laughs> uh, we have the same money. So it's, it's different when you're dating, and we went through this holy god this is kind of moving away from the at home thing i think it's still but a i think piece it's a, of the bigger i think picture. it's applicable because it's the same kind of thinking that you're going to have when it comes to household duties mm-hmm. so you got to tell the equity you got to talk about the equity i know thing. i've said this on the show before yeah and it's something that i really do wish i had been my own main man years and years ago and had given me a p- the piece of advice cuz i was i was searching out for equity in our relationship in any way I could, especially when it comes to money. I mean, when, I you're, was too. when you're living paycheck to paycheck, it's like every dollar is crucial. And every dollar even now is crucial. I don't want to cast an aspersion like we're sitting on top of Mount Olympus with you know gold chariots in a place where we have to borrow money to make rent, which is a place we were for a month. Um, like you know, full disclosure. Seven or eight years yeah, ago. Yeah, years ago, sure. But back then it's like if I if we go out to dinner, and we go to a nice restaurant. And, and it's the, a big tree. And the bill is like 80 bucks with a tip, right? Sheesh. That's a, that's a big night out, boy. And I'm going to eat that. <laughs> and as soon as I see the check, a piece of me or a part of me or, or a microscopic entity within me that is controlling me says, okay, now you owe me. Mm-hmm. Whether I verbalize it with my voice or my actions or what have you. I have a part of me that says, okay, now I'm in the green, approximately $80. And you are in the yellow or red color, mm-hmm. a negative. And then you go to the grocery store and you bought groceries and you spent $80 on groceries. Hey, okay, boom, we're back to the level. We both have zero over here, zero over here. We're even. Or I always get like household products like toilet paper, paper towels, so I remember toothpaste. this wasn't just once or twice yeah. over the course oh of years. God, this was, was once or twice a week yeah. for the course of many years. This is one of the parts of not having a joint bank account that can be really tough because that's what fixed us. If you can... A hundred percent. I mean, we're not as good as at math as some people so maybe that played a role like you could probably figure out how to do you're great at math i'm like what's the percentage of this and you're like 927 percent. you know math is fun for me but in terms of like relationship math is different it's weird 
yeah relationship math is way different and there's the whole the guy should pay for the gal there's you know yeah, hold, the, hold, really believe in that. hold the door open <laughs> etc there there's a lot of different stigmas in different directions and if you're just trying to make it work and it's like why if i the first few years we we're together was really adamant about trying to pay for every dinner out it hurts both of us you know but I didn't want you to have to pay because that made me feel like less of a man. And I wanted to be like a big shot. So I think it is like really cool and gentlemanly. Is that a word? Sure. Yeah. Gentlemanly to do that. Me too. But I think if you're dating and you're going out a lot, I don't think that the girl should never have to pay. Oh, totally. Like wh- when does that make sense at some point? I feel I like know. the guy taking out the girl is tradition yeah totally. and if you are so going on a date with somebody tonight it's tuesday night baby it's a great night to go on a date that's your main man bennett so i'm going to bed you go on a date <laughs> you're a guy she's a gal and you take her out and you pay for everything i think that's okay i don't think that there's something intrinsically wrong with that but like anything like ice cream or like working out, if you do too much of anything, it doesn't work out in the long run. It, nothing is sustainable. Right. Nothing. So the guy always paying for everything, it's not sustainable. It creates a very strange relationship that inherently has this value placed on certain things. We had that. We dealt with it, and it wasn't good, at least for us. It wasn't yeah. good. It was a source of tension, pettiness, disagreement frustration and all ties to money which is one of the gnarliest dumbest things to get worked up over on the planet earth it's intrinsically all the value we put on money we put it on the money you can have a happy life with no money it it, it's happening right now and you could also be a millionaire (laughs) and be miserable and not want to spend much time on the earth right that happens too so finding balance in your relationship requires to get back to your point what you're really asking Finding balance in your relationship means getting rid of the idea of equity within your relationship. There never was equity. It's a myth. It's it's a fabrication. Just completely. And it goes with your earlier point where you said you needed to get rid of expectations about like what I was going to clean. Yeah. You need to actually just do research on me and see what kind of shit I like to clean. And then the kind of stuff I like to clean, that's probably what I'm going to inherently in my re- to clean. In my many years of research, I found it was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Made you laugh. Oh, God. I don't mind washing dishes. I kind of, I'm not going to say I like it, but I'm not going to. As long as you got some Luther going. If you you like cleaning dishes, it's like, hey, there's plenty of places, places, places (laughs) that need a dishwasher. All right. Plenty of places need a dishwasher. Next question. I'm not even going to take it again. I'm just going to leave that in. I'm going to roll with it. Let it, let it ride, baby. Okay. So. How do you keep things fair when it comes to paying for dinner? We call that a roundabout tangent, trying to get back to that question. And how do we keep it fair is we have a joint account. We've had it for years. We're married now, but we had the account prior to getting married, and we put the equal That's amount of money idea. into the account. It solved about 80% of the arguments that we were previously having. Not to say we are arguing all the time, but when we would argue, especially when it comes to money and balance in the relationship, we would always ascribe money to the balance 
we got the joint account. We both put in like, I don't know, a thousand bucks. Yeah, something like that. So that we could be like, hey, Just that's hey, that's off. groceries, that's rent, that's right. paper towels, stuff that we both use and both need. So whenever we would go get stuff, we would use the joint card. We both had one tied to the same account. You go out to dinner. And you, it works. You both are paying for dinner. Yep. Yep. And guess what? In a relationship, anything that you can do, any trick that you can do to take an argument Away, off the table, yeah. it's like, Go do it. Unless, if, hey, if your daddy Warbucks and no one really cares about who pays for what, then. That was kind of the only thing that we would get a little worked up about sometimes. Money. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Because, well, yeah, just because of what I do, it can get a little tricky. But it's just, God, it's all, it's all relative and relevant. Another <laughs> question is how do you divide up the household tasks such as laundry, cleaning, etc.? So divide the. The dividing of who does what? the tasks. We're getting down to who, knows, who does exactly what. I do the dishes, primarily. But nobody does 100% of any task. Some people, like, I say some people, like, we got, like, a team of people. No, like, I'll do some things that Ariel traditionally does, and she'll do some things that I traditionally do. But on the whole, I'm the dishes man. I, I take care of the kitchen. That's my domain. I cook there. I clean there. That's mine. That's mine. I also cook sometimes and bake, and I also clean up, so I feel like like if I'm looking at it, I think it's about 50-50. Well, it's good. It's good that I'd rather us think it's 50-50 than think that one person's doing oh, 100%. more than the other. Like, I'll say this. The bathroom, that's your dominion. And by <laughs> that's my way of saying as kindly as I can, you work on cleaning the bathroom at a much higher tick than I do. 100%. You know, whereas I might go in there to clean it sparingly, you go in there to clean often. As I clean. I clean the bathroom. So that yeah, exactly right. I squeegee the shower. That's how I feel about my relationship with the kitchen. I love. I love that kitchen. But the and it's a small kitchen. We have a small place. Yeah, but the difference is that I and I don't. I, obviously, it works this way, and I do not care at all. But I, I'll also do dishes. But you don't really like the bathroom at all. You know what I mean. And then we both vacuum, and the I think the question that we got asked the most was who takes out the trash. I was getting to that one. But why? I wonder why though. I wonder why that's the the main question. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We we had one person write in that says that their boyfriend takes the trash out religiously. They take it. They always take it out, but they never replace the trash bag. You're right. Oh man, ain't that yeah. something? Then you How gotta throw you something away, and there's no trash bag in do there. Do you? God. Are you good at replacing the? I'm pretty good. Yeah. I think that yeah, ninety percent of the good. time you do. Here's the extra trick: is you ever remove your trash bag and you notice that like the inside of the trash can sometimes, like not always, obviously, but occasionally, once every blue moon, as they say, it might be a little smelly. Right. So I'll spray that and I'll wipe, I'll wipe it down before I put in a new one. Yeah. We call it extracurricular activity right there. Didn't need to do it. That's extra credit. Didn't need to do it. It's trash. Who cares? You made me bad. It cares. So I would say it's about 80, 20. You're 80. I'm 20 for trash taking out. What do you think? Sure. If we're putting percentages on it. Something like that. Yeah. So here's a good question. How do you get your significant other to help around the house without nagging them? But if you don't nag them, then they never actually get to doing the work. I have something interesting to say. I'm 
awaiting with bated breath. How many times have I said this to you? I always ask for help from you, but I don't think you've ever asked me to do anything or help you with anything our entire relationship. I can't think of one time where you were like, Hey, grab the rope. Hey, can you like... (laughs) Hey, can you vacuum or hey, can you wipe down all the surfaces or hey, hey, can you make the bed today? Can you, hey, can you pick that up and go grab me and when you stop at the store, grab me some rope. Hey, on the flip side, I think about once a week, I'll be like deep cleaning and I'll come up to you and be like, hey, I'm like, I really want to clean up before we go to my parents' house. Do you want to help with the kitchen or do you want to vacuum? And my answer, 99.9% repeating is... Well, I don't think you've ever, I'm trying to think if you've ever have been like snooty about it or given me attitude. But do you think of, when I ask you stuff like that, do you think of it as nagging? No. It's my house. And I'm really nice to you about it. I like when my house is clean. So if my house is not clean, sometimes I do need a another set of eyes that just reminds me like, hey, the kitchen is messed up. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Time to go. Yeah. Put on the gloves. Make it happen. We've been keeping it pretty decent recently. I think if you feel, I think there's there's a deeper question here. Yeah. If, if I want to get Raymond and Bennett back here and again, once to get all uh, oh pharmaceutical on you. <laughs> what? Um, if you feel like you're nagging your spouse or significant other, then it has nothing to do with what you're talking about. You feel, and I'm reading probably way too much in this question. It's probably your sweet person. And uh, so take this with a grain of salt. But you might be hurting for some just good communication. And I know I've been there. I didn't want it. Maybe you think I don't ask you to do anything because maybe there's a semblance of in the past I didn't want to ask you to do anything. I don't know. But if you feel like you're nagging them to do a very basic, simple task, then it has nothing to do with the task. You're not nagging them over the task. It's, you know, it's a, very, it's a very light thing. There's no household chore that's really that crazy I think there's a difference between asking for help and nagging I picture nagging being like I'm picturing (laughs) I'm picturing the guy or the girl or whoever it is sitting on the couch like watching something or playing a game eating bonbons and the person that's asking is saying it over and over and over as if the person who's sitting down either is saying no or they're just not listening i think that's nagging you're nagging 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 over and over again yeah so it has nothing to do with like if you're asking someone to vacuum how many times how many licks does it take before you go from asking to nagging right has nothing to do with the vacuuming anymore right in the time it took if you really just if you're desperate to get the vacuuming done you could have just done it yourself and you'd be done but that's not the point nope it was never the point the vacuuming was never the point it was always about like hey we're in this together. We're in this together. Yeah. So there you go. I tell you, those are some good questions. Oh, yeah. Those are some good questions. And I hope that we were able to share some of our intelligence. Well, I think we got into it. <laughs> I don't even know. But we have a couple. These are not. I don't even know if I can call these stories. They're like two sentence. They're little, I call them quips. Little, qui- little quips. Little quips. All right. So here's one. It's when I. Because the, the preface for this or the, the prompt was. What's something that your roommate or significant other uh, does that's weird? Or crazy or, or sh- just any stories or... Yeah, a little different. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's one that says, uh, when I am in a room, my boyfriend is about to enter. He will stand in the doorway, 
do a little dance just to make me laugh. Oh. I can't get him to replicate it or do it around anyone else. It's only on his terms and when I'm least expecting it. Oh, that's cute. You got to get a, a camera. Yeah. Sorry. Just pretend like you're texting or something. Yeah. And when you get just, yep. if you can hear the footsteps, you just get a little good camera. You're going to want that. And then what you'll do is put it on Instagram, tag all about it podcast, and then we will share it on our story. Blur his face. Yeah. If he's not face. cool with it, blur his face. If you do that, I will do the dance and post it. Yep. Mark it. Yep. Mark it. Mark the date. It's Tuesday. It's October something. If you get your boyfriend dancing on Instagram, then you will get me dancing, doing his dance. Doesn't take a lot to get you dancing on Instagram. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Okay. Next. So my boyfriend leaves a shirt and boxers on the bathroom floor every morning. Every morning. <laughs> For how long, would you think? Yeah, until he needs to put them on or put them in laundry bag or what? Yeah, I mean, I kind of have a ceremony. Are they dirty or clean? You put clean clothes on the floor before your shower. I put clean. I put my outfit in the bathroom on the floor. Like your first day of school. And then I go and work out. Yeah. It's all like I have to I have to set up a whole routine <laughs> for myself. That's right. To, to, to make it all happen. It takes a lot takes a lot to make this ship uh stay afloat you know what i mean so yeah keep on rolling it up my boyfriend makes up songs and sings them loudly i am with you again need to record it i make up some of the best songs that anyone's ever heard including my wife and i'm a very accomplished singer and um you know kind of some people have said my voice of a generation well that's uh speed determined or just listen to a lot of sade you know, yeah. Nothing like nothing. A nothing says a Sade. nothing says a guy knows something than if he listens to a lot of Sade. Will you just do one line of Sade so that the people out there know who you're talking if, about? If you're good at something, you never do it for All free. All right, never mind. Okay, so I'll just have to leave that for for my Sade appreciation post coming up. What's her point. big hit again? What's her big hit? No, like you, we were just you? no. We, I know. Cherry pie, your love is king. What's the main one though? Oh, smooth operator. Smooth operator. Excuse I, me. I would, I would say, if you question a hundred people on a city, uh, you know, New York Times uh, or something, Family Feud, Family Feud, top one hundred answers on the board. I think that sweet smooth operator, smooth would operator, be, would be the one. You've heard smooth operator, but maybe didn't know it was Sade. But you probably did because we have great listeners. <laughs> I'm really glad that we took a minute to talk about Sade. Me I, too. I, I, I would welcome more content that's Sade related. Yeah, I was wondering where we'd slip that in today. I followed Sade on Instagram, but doesn't really do, they don't really post much. Yeah. So kind of let down, but anyway. How's this one? There's uh I'm really good at keeping up with clutter and my husband is really good at keeping up with dirt Ew. and dust in our home. Yikes. So the issue that we have is that he'll have a cleaning urge about once a week or so it's usually really late at night. For yeah. some reason, we don't normally clean together. Hey, that's fine. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. We don't clean together. Who gives a rip? We don't clean. God, aren't we glad that he's cleaning it all? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mean, damn. And what do you, what he does to get it so dirty, though? Does he? No, like... no, no, no. She's saying that she takes care of the clutter. He takes care of like the dirt and dust. Oh, I thought that she was saying that he like comes home with dirt and dust. No. Like no, was he I... at like a 
Well, you know, like I guess you could you could read that both ways, but I would I would assume that because it's in the affirmative, he takes care of the dirt and right. dust. He's dusting, he's wiping, spraying, cleaning, and they then do the, different. The things. clutter is like the stuff, like physical has mass density. You got to pick it up and Put relocate. It it. Maybe it's trash. Maybe it's a plate. Laundry. Pieces. Piece of sock. Right. Piece of sock. Piece of sock. Oh, got to move that. Bless you. Okay. How's this? How's this one for the last one? Oh, last one. We once lost our remote for days, and we finally found it in my husband's backpack. Well, you know the story of our keys, and if you don't, gotta go listen to uh, all the episodes to figure out which episode's in. <laughs> I love misplacing stuff. You do? No, I don't. I yeah, yeah, I hate it. I hate, I it. hate it. it. It rarely happens. A good solution for that is taping all your remotes together. Some people do this. I love it. I, I mean, we don't do we don't this. do it. We just keep we have three remotes: a TV remote, an Apple, and the TV remote, cable. and a cable box remote. They all do different things, so they're all required, which is annoying. But <laughs> live a great life. Yeah. So, so we deal with it. But I like when you have one remote and then you like tape it or glue it to another remote. So it's like there's no way you're gonna lose this ugly monstrosity. My brother has a thing that he puts onto his keys and important things where it's like a what do you call that like a finder or a little like sensor oh or yeah that too on your phone you can have it play a very loud noise and then if it's lost in your apartment or your house you can find it because you have a little sensor on your keys these things exist don't walk around with stuff that should stay in one room what That's the mean? trick. Instead oh, of buying oh, all this technology, yeah, yeah. just don't leave it in. <laughs> yeah. If you got a remote Say for your some, TV, leave it in the TV room. Some people need it. Some people, it, it's just different. I remember there was, it was really dark the other night, and I was a little, I was a little out of it. You know, I had a couple, couple uh, soda pops. If you, you know, saw the, you, know you saw the ghost in my closet. Yeah, I did. And it scared the hell out of me. But before then, I like was looking for my phone. But my phone was mixed in with the remotes, and I was so tired. I didn't want to have to turn on a light to, to, or even really open my eyes. And I wear glasses, and I didn't have them with me, so everything's blurry and dark. And so I just grabbed, like I used both my hands and just grabbed a handful of all the remotes and my phone. And so when I woke up, I had all the remotes and my phone on my nightstand. Even the Apple TV remote, which you could never confuse with your phone. No, 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 no. I even took that Maybe one. Maybe like, in a few years. God, I, I was probably, yeah, I drank too many Dr. Peppers. So I got up in the morning and I, I always wake up before Bargles and I get up and he starts to open his eyes and I look over and I'm like, why are all the remotes on your nightstand? <laughs> and, and also our nightstands aren't that big. So like all the remotes and his phone took up all of his nightstands so right. i was like this is weird never seen this before that's a first i think on this week's episode you definitely got some insight on ways to not have petty arguments ways to potentially help with your cleaning schedule hey maybe get like a wheel some people have like a wheel where you put different chores on it and you spin the wheel and they're like, oh, this week I got to dump the trash all gotta week. Got to do the litter. And it's like, oh, well, hey, you got next week, pal. You can spin oh, the that. wheel and maybe you'll get the oh brrr, shower door cleaning. You got that this week, brother. Imagine if we had a pet. Who would take care? Who would do it? The pet would have to take care of herself. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, pet. Pet would need to get a job, too. <laughs> Pet would need to get a job to pay for the pet. And then I would want the pet to pay for a cleaning lady because I would just have it by then. I would be I would be done. 
Especially if that pet's going to use a toilet, because I'm not scrubbing the toilet anymore if that pet uses a toilet. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Got to thank you guys for tuning in thank this week. You. Another installment of the All About It podcast. Your main man, Bennett, back here and again. With it's me as your always. main She's woman, Ariel. She's coming. Hey, hey you know, work. me go back. This is the moment. Work, you know. <laughs> Work on that. She's she's Just, flying off the handles, guys. You know, main woman Ariel doesn't have the same ring. We can try and get uh, the copyright. Don't be jealous. But it's still, I feel like it's you're a work scared. in progress. You're whereas, scared that mine's going to be up and coming and yours is going to fall by the way slides. You know I'm back. <laughs> here and slides. again. <laughs> like Macklemore, only I didn't go anywhere. Back here and again is I'm always in the process of coming back. I'm so... It's not being gone and coming back. Or is it? I don't know. Let's spare the listeners and talk about this while we go make dinner. Thanks for listening, you guys. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at All About It Podcast. And we are on the iTunes page where you can leave ratings and reviews. And if you uh, care so much as to leave one, hey, we appreciate you. You know? It would be cool. We'll talk about you. We'll yeah. definitely talk about yeah, we'll you talk about in it. the house. We'll say, hey, look at that review we got from, insert your name here. and Magdalene. And uh, we, en- we enjoy the ratings. We enjoy the reviews, the comments, the stories, the uh, expertise. We're all about it. So yeah. until next Thanks time. Thanks for listening. Huh. See you next week. Bye.